It's the 2022 World Cup. It's South Korea's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin. And I'm Connor. And today we are looking at South Korea's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Also, uh, this preamble is going to be the same for every media cast we do for the player series. So those familiar with it can jump ahead to around uh, three and a half to four minutes to when we begin talking about the team. And those times for each sections are near the bottom of the show notes. No, wait, they're at the top of the show notes. And uh, for YouTube watchers, those include a timestamp that you can click on to go directly to that point. And for those looking for a quick version of this, you can skip to near the end of the media cast, uh, the last 10 minutes, where we summarize the likely starters. Uh, just prior to that, with about 20 minutes remaining, we'll have some discussion on the squad, the main issues with the squad, their club affiliation, some stats, and an overview of new, injured, and outgoing players. We will also be editing this media cast into a shorter version uh, for those who are just looking for an overview. Right, and for those looking for a deeper dive, you have come to the right place. Uh, we go through the players and how likely they are to make it to the final squad. And we explain why we think so and give information on each player's history and standing with the squad. And the way we do this is by first organizing the players into their designated position. And uh, we always note that these are a bit artificial since players don't always play in their coded positions. Uh, nevertheless, it's a good way to organize the discussion. Then we go through the players and share some of the data we've collected in our files. And using that data, try to predict how likely the player is to make the team based mostly on their recent participation. We categorize them into definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, and seems to be off the squad. We also mention big players who have recently retired and make note of any who are currently injured. And we finish with a quick run through of the squad again and try to determine which players will be starters. Right, and for those following on YouTube, we have a very simple graphic where we list the names and you can actually see the uh, player's name uh, in print. Um, although I do use a slightly different spelling system than uh, is usually used for Koreans. Uh, anyway, it's the same uh, broadcast for the audio podcast. So we're gonna try to repeat the, name, uh, the names a few times to help listeners familiarize themselves so that you know who it is uh, when they step onto the field. And perhaps you can impress your friends by telling them a detail or two that you learned here. So that's as much as we can do at this point, but as the rosters are being published, we will do an update episode on teams and players. For the players, that will essentially be going over our predictions, updating them based on the games played to that point, and revealing which players were selected. So keep your eye out for those, uh, probably in mid-November. All right, well, let's go, and uh, we'll begin with some takeaways from previous podcasts that we've done uh, on Korea. So we did uh, uh, the final round of World Cup qualification in, in AFC qualifying, um, and we also did the team podcast for this World Cup, so that is Group uh, Group H, right? Um and uh, there's a shortened version of that too. So uh, what are some of the takeaways there from those podcasts, Connor? All right, yeah. So some of the takeaways is that Korea were second behind Iran uh, again 
uh, that's in qualifying. <laughs> that's right. Well, they were better on the road uh, than in 2018, and they did uh, best Iran here with a win and a tie over them. Um, actually, a, a win over Iran in the second game put them in first place in the group, but a disappointing loss uh, in the UAE in their last game uh, cost them, putting them back down to second. Next, uh, we'll talk about their uh, current form. All right. Well, this is a bit hard to tell um, whether they're in better form than they were, say, in 2018. I mean, they basically performed as expected in qualifying. Um, but uh, the World Cup is going to be with a different quality of teams. Uh, and so it's a little hard to compare. Also, their last tournament uh, was in 2019. So uh, there's a question as to how relevant it is for judging their strength here. Uh, and they didn't do well in that 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, so we do have uh, friendlies on the East Asian Cup, but uh, they don't really reveal that much. They did quite well in friendlies, uh, losing only to Brazil, and they did beat Chile and Egypt, as well as tying Paraguay. Uh, however, all those games were at home. So what do you make of it, Connor? Yeah, always a bit difficult to say. Um, I think playing neutral ground um, or away games is a bit of a better test. Um, there's still good results, um, but it, you kind of do put an asterisk, um, kind of a footnote when it is a home game. Yeah, so a bit hard to know what their form is uh, coming into this cup. Um, yeah. The other things we'll... Oh, sorry, you go ahead, Connor. We'll talk about these ones, though, after the player-by-player. -player. We'll just introduce them as a tease here. Yeah, and those two are scoring problems. Um, but then I guess the opposite of that is solid defense. Um, so we'll have more to say on those later. Yeah, the discussion will be a bit better when we can put some names... Uh, to the issue. So let's move on to uh, formations over uh, not so much recent games. We're going to go back all the way back to the uh, Asian Cup. Do you want to talk us through that one? Yeah, so South Korea played five games in the Asian Cup and used the same formation for each. That was a 4-2-3-1 formation. Right, and then we have uh, World Cup qualifying games. There were 10 of those in the final round of uh, World Cup qualifying. Yeah, and, and several different formations uh, were used here. Um, they used the 4-2-3-1 as they did in the Asian Cup about half the time, um, but also um, played 4141, 4-1-3-2, 4-4-2, 4-1-4-1, and also 4-1-3-2. So I guess just to um, kind of synthesize that a little bit, most often um, in seven of the games, it was four defenders and one up top and just kind of a different formation for the five in midfield. But they did use two strikers a couple of times. Yeah, I've seen the 4-1-4-1 uh, uh, before, but the 4-1-3-2 is a, a new one to me. Are you familiar with that? No, I don't think it's a very commonly used one. Yeah, they used it twice there in World Cup qualifying. And then they had uh, uh, seven friendlies uh, over the over this period. Yeah, and those friendlies, um, again, five of the seven games were four at the back, one up top. But they uh, experimented with 4-4-1-1, 4-4-2-2, 4-4-3-3. 
4-1-4-1, and then also a 4-4-2 and 4-3-3. So um, a lot of experimentation, I would say, in those friendly games. Yeah, yeah. I I, I generally think of uh, Korea in that 4-2-3-1 formation, so uh, that might be a good one to go with. And uh, probably the, the second most common is the 4-1-4-1. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, and just a note that we're not really considering... Uh, the East Asian Games. Actually, uh, uh, an interesting uh, detail on the East Asian Games, uh, Connor. I've been saying in our Korea podcast that uh, they tend to take these more seriously than, uh, you know, than um, one would guess. And uh, there's a reason for that. Do you know what it is? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Uh, the reason is, is that uh, Koreans can... Uh, avoid military service if they win uh, gold at the Olympics or if they win these East Asian Games. So uh, I just realized uh, this actually as I was preparing for this podcast, but uh, it gives a good reason for them to uh, um, to play in this tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, uh, Korean military service mandatory um, for all males, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, that was how Son Hung uh, Min uh, managed to um, sidestep uh, military service there. That was a big concern with him uh, at the beginning when he was with Tottenham. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's move on to the squad. And uh, we'll begin just uh, with a quick mention of the uh, previous manager, but he wasn't really a significant figure. Um, Shin uh, Shin Taeyong. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about him? Um, yeah. So he was, um, yeah, a former player, um, and for the he was manager of the South Korean national team from 2017 to 18. Um, but he's been in the system for a while. Um, previously serving as U20 manager, U23 caretaker manager. So. Somebody's been around the setup for for quite a while. Yeah. Well, uh, after the 2018 World Cup, he was out. And uh, the manager who is currently in, uh, Paolo Bento, um, took over. So Paolo Bento uh, uh, led them through the um, 2019 Asian Cup. That's the only tournament they've had uh, since that World Cup. And uh, what's his bio say uh, yeah, he's a Portuguese manager. Um, he did play uh, for Portugal, but is probably better known as, as a manager. Um, and all his managerial career was uh, spent at, uh, in Portugal. Um, I be- Oh, no, sorry. He has been around a little bit. Um, he did coach the Portuguese national team, though, from 2010 to 14. Um, and then has coached in Brazil, in Greece, and in China before landing uh, with the South Korean national team. Right, uh, that's right. And um, yeah, as Connor said, he was with the uh, Portugal team, so he took them through the Euro 2012 and the World Cup 2014, and was basically with uh, club teams until he took over as manager of South Korea. He himself took part in the uh, 2000. Two World Cup and the 2000 Euro Cup. So Paolo Bento leading them through the tournament. All right, let us take a look at goalkeepers and we'll begin just by uh, naming them. 
So we begin with uh, Kim Sung Yu uh, as a definite candidate, and uh, Joe Hyun Woo as a definite also. And we have uh, Song Bong Gun as a likely candidate, and uh, Kim Dong Jun as a possible candidate, and finally uh, Gu Sung Yoon as a player who seems to be off the team. So we'll go back to the top and uh, give a little bio on the players and then we'll finish the section by kind of summarizing with what's been going on in that position. So we begin with Kim Sung-Gyu uh, Sung and he started 14 of their 20 games since 2021 and he subbed in for one and was on the bench for two besides. Yeah, um, Gim currently plays with Al-Shabaab in Saudi Arabia um, previously playing in Japan uh, um, for a couple of years, but his career before that was was mostly in South Korea. Um, he's a 32-year-old goalkeeper with 67 caps uh, for the national team coming since 2013. Yes, okay. Um, so uh, he was part of the squad for the 2014 World Cup and 2015 Asian Cup. Uh, and also the 2018 World Cup. And in all cases, he was uh, a backup keeper. Um, in 2014, um, it was uh, uh, Jung Sung Nong as the starter, and then it was Kim Jin Hyun. Um, oh, actually, different uh, different starters. Actually, the starter for the 2018 World Cup is the next goalie that we're going to talk about. But uh, Kim Sung Gyu got uh, the start for the 2019 Asian Cup, starting and finishing all games there. And now we move on to the starter of that 2018 World Cup, and it's Joe Hyun Woo. And he started six of their 20 games uh, since 2021 and was on the bench for 14 others. Uh, so he seems to have lost uh, the kind of starting position there. Yeah, he's a 31-year-old goalkeeper who plays with Ulsan um, in Korea. He spent his whole career uh, in Korea. Um, and yeah, memorable in that 2018 World Cup for a man-of-the-match performance against Germany where he kept a, a, an important clean sheet for Korea. He was sensational in that, uh, that game, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, so 2018 uh, World Cup, uh, probably his best tournament. But sometime between then and the 2019 Asian Cup, he kind of lost the starting position. But he was uh, on the roster there, probably the second string keeper of the 2019 Asian Cup, but didn't see any action in that tournament. Uh, next, we have Song Bum Gun. And so uh, he first appeared on the bench in September 2018, but then was off the team for a while. He returned after a two-year absence in October 2021 and didn't start any of the remaining 13 games, but he was on the bench for eight of them. And um, yeah, Song Bum Gun, a likely candidate. Yeah, he's new to the squad with just one cap um, but and is only 25 years old. Um, and he currently plays with uh, John Book uh, Hyundai Motors in South Korea. Right. And uh, he did not participate in the 2019 Asian Cup. He was, excuse me, kind of absent from the team uh, during that time. Uh, but he uh, looks likely uh, here. Uh, but another candidate is Kim Dong-Joon. 
And Kim Dong-jun returned himself after a four-year absence in March of 2022. Uh, didn't start any of their remaining five games, uh, but he was on the bench for four matches and uh, just not selected for one. Yeah, he also has just one cap to his name, um, though he's a little bit older, uh, 28 years old, um, and also plays his football in South Korea. Yes, um, uh, he has not been part of any tournament, as we said, kind of uh, off the team, uh, uh, off the team for four years before his recent return. And uh, finally, we have uh, Gu Sung Yoon. And uh, Gu Sung Yoon started none of their 20 games since 2021, but he was on the bench for eight of them, uh, injured for one, then not selected for the uh, for 11 others, including the last seven matches. So we have him as uh, seemingly off the squad. Yeah, he's another inexperienced keeper, uh, just two caps to his name, uh, also 28 years old. Um, and he was uh, most recently playing his football with Sapporo in Japan. Yes, and uh, he hasn't been involved in any tournaments. Um, and so uh, that is it for goalkeepers. So I'll just uh, finish by summarizing the situation. And uh, that is that uh, Kim Sung-gyu uh, was the keeper throughout the Asian Cup and throughout World Cup qualification. Uh, but he was replaced in the last game with Jo Hyun-woo. And then uh, Kim Sung-gyu returned for five of the six friendlies and Jo Hyun-woo in the other. So it looks pretty clear that uh, Kim Sung-gyu is the the uh, starting keeper now and Jo Hyun-woo is the backup keeper. Okay, let's move on to defenders. And uh, we'll begin with, uh, uh, with central defenders. And um, uh, we have as a definite candidate uh, Kim Min-jae, and uh, also definite uh, Kim Young-gwan, and uh, a third definite candidate with uh, Gwon Kyung-won, and uh, a likely candidate in Jo Yu-min, and a possible candidate in Pak Ji-soo, and also Jung uh, Sung-hyun. Uh, possible and EJE. Wow, a lot of candidates here, Connor. And finally, one player who seems to be off the squad, uh, Kim Young Bin. Um, all of those uh, central defenders. Woo. So we go back to a player who uh, they really missed uh, in the 2018 World Cup, uh, Kim Min Jae. Uh, and he has started uh, 11 of their 20 games since 2021. He was subbed in for one and suspended for one and then out with two separate injuries uh, for five games, um, including the last four, which we'll talk about uh, soon. But uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, Kim Min-jae uh, currently plays with Napoli uh, in Italy, where he's been since uh, the summer, summer 2020. Uh, moving from Fenerbahce. Uh, prior to that, he was with uh, Beijing Guan in China and then a couple clubs in South Korea. Um, he has 44 caps and three goals, all of those coming since uh, 2016. Um, and he's, yeah, he's only 26 years old, um, but kind of on a really good career trajectory so far. Yeah, just a correction there, he actually moved to Napoli in 2022. 
okay. Yeah, I think you said 2020. Uh, so, yes, as I said, he was missing for the uh, World Cup, which was a big loss for them. Uh, he had a fractured uh, or a stress fracture in his right leg. But uh, he was back for the Asian Cup in 2019, where he uh, not only started uh, five games, all five games, but he scored two of their six goals. So uh, both headers from corner kicks, which uh, which he came up for. So, yeah, the, you could see in the Asian Cup why they missed him in the World Cup. He was pretty impressive, uh, especially in the uh, quarterfinal game. Oh, sorry, round of 16 game, I guess, against uh, Bahrain. Uh, and there was fear of him being injured for this tournament. Um, uh, but fortunately, uh, yeah, as we saw, he missed those games in June. But fortunately, he was back playing with this club uh, in August. So a sigh of relief for Korea there. All right, now we have uh, Kim Young-Gwan. So Kim Young-Gwan started 16 of their 20 games since 2021. Uh, he was injured for one and not selected for just three games. Yeah, he's um, a quite an experienced defender. 95 caps uh, with a return of six goals, so that's not bad either. Um, he's 32 years old, and he currently plays with Ulsan Hyundai in South Korea, uh, moving back to Korea after spells uh, in playing in Japan and China. Yeah, uh, he was around since the 2014 uh, World Cup, so I guess uh, the 2010 World Cup came uh, a bit too soon for him, as well as the 2011 Asian Cup, it seems. But he was a starter for the 2014 uh, World Cup and um, uh, also um, in the 2015 Asian Cup, although he didn't start game one. He uh, got a starting position after game one there. Starter also in the 2018 World Cup and, and 2019 uh, Asian Cup. So a very important player for uh, South Korea there. Um, yeah, he scored two of their goals in qualifying. So as you, as you pointed out, not a stranger to scoring himself. Uh, okay, next we have Wong Kyung Won. And he started five of their games since 2021. Uh, he was subbed in for two and on the bench for eight games. Uh, just five games he was not selected for. So um, maybe he should be likely with that participation record. But we have him as a definite. Yeah, he has uh, 27 caps and two goals all since 2017. Uh, he's 30 years old and he currently plays with Gamba Osaka, one of the big clubs in Japan. Yeah, and he also has kind of been around uh, a little bit playing in China and, and UAE um, since 2017, you said, but he wasn't part of the squad for the uh, 2018 World Cup. Uh, and for the 2019 Asian Cup, he was on the roster but saw no action. So it looks like he's kind of uh, worked his way uh, into the team here, but perhaps not as fully integrated as uh, uh, Min Jae and Young Guan there uh okay uh next we have a likely candidate in joe you mean so he uh, got his first appearance on the bench uh, just recently in 2022 and started uh two of their remaining seven games uh subbing in for one and on the bench for the first four matches yeah the 26 year old um has just three caps to his name um, and he currently plays football in South Korea with uh, Daejeon. Yes. 
Okay, so um, likely, but coming in at the very end there. So I wonder if we kind of overrated him too. Uh, anyway, let's go on to Pak Ji uh, Su. So Pak Ji Su started five of their 20 games since 2021. He subbed in for three and was on the bench for six, uh, but not selected for five matches. So um, uh, we have him as possible here. Yeah, he's a um, 28-year-old defender who plays with uh, Guangzhou Evergrande um, in China and has uh, 12 caps uh, to his name. And uh, like you said, uh, many of those coming uh, recently since 2021. Yeah, actually, uh, Guangzhou Evergrande had to loan him back to uh, South Korea to play for the uh, uh, Kim Chung Sangmu army team. Whenever you see Sangmu, it means uh, it's army uh, so that probably means he was doing his military service. So uh, uh, we may see that from time to time. In fact, uh, there's a couple of players later on who I suspect are away on military service, and I'm not sure uh, that they'll be candidates for the cup. Uh, but he's doing it now and um, uh, has been playing with the national team. So um, perhaps they're allowed to uh, uh, continue playing for the national team. Okay, uh, we have another uh, possible candidate, a few to go actually, uh, Jung Sun Hyun. And Jung Sun Hyun started two of their 20 games since 2021. He was subbed in for one and on the bench for six, but not selected for 11 of those 20 matches. Yes, um, so again, we have him as a, as a possible candidate. Um, and he currently plays with Ulsan Hyundai in South Korea. Um, he has 10 caps to his name uh, so far, kind of spread out with his first cap coming in 2017. Yeah, and uh, he he was part of the World Cup squad in uh, 2018 and the Asian Cup in 2019, but he was on the bench for both of those and didn't see any action. And just to uh, jump back to Pak Ji Su, uh, he uh, had not been involved in any tournaments. I think I forgot to cover his tournament history. So Jung Sun Hyung, a bit more experienced, but uh, hadn't actually played in a tournament. And our final possible candidate, it's E.J. Eek. So uh, E.J. Eek uh, first appeared on the bench in October 2019, but then was off the team uh, for two and a half years and came back in March 2022. He didn't start any of their remaining uh, six games. Uh, but was on the bench for two and out with a fractured rib for three and then not selected for uh, one other. So that injury perhaps getting in the way for him. Yeah, and he's the uh, the youngest candidate that we're talking about in, in central defense. He's 23 years old uh, and he currently plays his uh, football in South Korea. But interestingly, he did uh, have a two-year spell with Al Ryan in Qatar. Yeah, and from Qatar was loaned to uh, Royal Antwerp in Belgium. So a bit of an interesting career there. Um, he does not have any tournament experience, as Connor mentioned, uh, quite young uh, there. And finally, we have uh, a player who seems to be off the squad, Kim Young-bin. Uh, so Kim Young-bin um, got his first appearance on the bench in March 2021, uh, but didn't start any of their remaining 19 games, just subbed in for one and on the bench for two and not selected for 16 others. Yeah, and that one sub appearance is his only cap to date. Uh, he's 30 years old um, and currently plays in South Korea.
Yeah, uh, so it looks like um, he was just kind of uh, came as quickly as he or went as quickly as he came and 31 years old, probably not going to be a, a main candidate for the team. Okay, well, let's just uh, summarize by talking about the position. So basically, uh, Kim Min-jae and Kim Young-guan uh, played as a pairing throughout the cup and through most of qualifying. And uh, Kwon Kyung-won replaced Kim Young-won for two games. And then in the friendlies, there was some uh, kind of rotation uh, with Kwon Kyung-won playing more. And uh, Jung Sung-hyun added to the mix. And then all four of those players um, uh, played uh, in the friendlies. Um, uh, all four of them played. But I'm guessing that Kim Min-jae and Kim Young-won are still the central pairing and perhaps they're just giving a bit of experience uh, and field time to the other two players. Okay, let us move on to left backs and we begin with uh, one of the blessedly easy names, Connor, <laughs> Hong Chul in left defense. Uh, and we consider Hong Chul a, a definite candidate. And uh, we have uh, Kim Jin Su as a likely candidate, and Kang uh, Sang U as a possible candidate, and finally Che uh, Ji Mook uh, as a player who seems to be off the squad. So we'll go back to uh, Hong Chul, and uh, he started nine of their 20 games since 2021, and additionally was subbed in for four and on the bench for three. Uh, he had coronavirus and and, and uh, was injured for a couple. So just one game that he actually wasn't selected for. Yeah, he's um, a 32-year-old defender with 45 caps, so plenty of experience. Um, and he's played his uh, whole career in South Korea, currently with Daegu FC. Yeah, okay. And uh, he was not part of the... Uh, 2011 or the 2015 Asian Cups, nor the 2014 World Cup. So despite uh, starting in 2011, uh, he seemed to, to took a while to work his way into the team. In fact, his first tournament was the 2018 World Cup. And there he was uh, subbed into game two and uh, went on to finish uh, game three there against Germany. And uh, for the 2019 Asian Cup, he, he was not a, a starter, but perhaps they were rotating. He started games two and four there. Um, but uh, and, and as we saw, even in this current period, has only really started about half of the games. But um, he's always called up, so we consider him a definite candidate. Uh, next is uh, Kim Jin-soo. And uh, Kim Jin-soo started 10 of their 20 games, so actually won more than Hong Chul there. Uh, he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one, uh, but there were seven games that he wasn't selected for. Yeah, he's another experienced defender, 30 years old with 63 caps, uh, as well as two goals. Uh, he currently plays um, with Al Nasser in Saudi Arabia. Um, though that included a loan spell back to Korea, um, where he's played previously. And he also had a spell with Hoffenheim in Germany uh, from 2014 to 2016. Yeah. Uh, for the 2014 World Cup, he was actually injured. So 
Not sure he would have made it, but an ankle injury prevented him from playing. Uh, he was part of the squad for the 2015 Asian Cup as a starter there, uh, but also missed the 2018 World Cup due to injury. So uh, sad uh, that he missed two World Cups uh, because of injury. And uh, he also played in the 2019 Asian Cup. So it looks like he's a starter uh, when he's healthy. So I'm sure he'll be anxious to make uh, to make this World Cup, hey? Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, yeah, he was actually pretty good in the uh, in the uh, 2019 Asian Cup, and he scored a goal, uh, his first goal after 39 caps, but it was actually an injury time winning goal uh, over Bahrain there. So that's a good goal to score if you if you if you don't score much. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Okay. Well, our next candidate is the uh, possible uh, Gang Sang Wu. Uh, so he uh, got his first cap in June 2021, and uh, but he didn't start any of their remaining 18 games. Uh, but he was subbed in for two and on the bench for nine. Uh, and following that, he was on special leave. This is the player I was kind of referring to above. Uh, I think special leave means that he was doing his military service, but uh, uh, the the sources that I have are very vague about it. Uh, anyway, on special leave for the last six matches, uh, and on another source it said uh, he was on special leave and then dash cross-competitive. Can you make heads or tails of that? No, I can't. Um, that is curious, but um, I guess, yeah, the military service would um, perhaps be the most likely explanation. Yeah, and that's a bit confusing too. I should maybe ask a Korean in the know about it because it seems like uh, I, I kind of was under the understanding that they were able to play games for the national team even if they were doing military service. But at least recently in the case of Gang Thang Woo, uh, he hasn't been playing for the team. So... I wonder if that will prevent him from reaching the cup. But uh, can you tell us a bit about him? Yeah, so he uh, has played his whole career in Korea, but uh, recently moved to Beijing uh, in China to play football there. That was uh, in 2022. Um, just two caps for the national team, um, both coming since 2021, as you mentioned. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to uh, uh, maybe check the uh, update podcast to see uh, whether he has come back to the team. Uh, meanwhile, we have a, a player who seems to be off the team now, and that is Che Ji Mook. Che Ji Mook, including his first appearance on the bench in January 22, um, didn't start any of their remaining 10 games, but he was on the bench for the first two matches and then uh, off the team for the last eight. So kind of came and went. Yeah, and in that time, didn't uh, score a single cap from Korea. Um, but he, he's only 24 years old, so perhaps there's some caps for him in the future. Yeah. Um, he currently plays uh, in South Korea as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll possibly see him down the road. Although this defense isn't uh, that old on the whole. Uh, uh, maybe not, 32 and 30. Um, anyway, uh, left back uh, position uh, summary here. So we have uh, Kim Jin Su and uh, Hong Chul uh, kind of alternating in the cup, and they continue to alternate uh, kind of uh, inconsistently inconsistent. 
may need to pause to wrap your head around that. But uh, Hong Chul played the first three uh, games of World Cup qualifying, and then uh, Kim Jin Su played the last six. And it was similar in friendlies where Hong Chul played the first two and Kim Jin Su played the last four. So it's not that they alternate back and forth. It's almost like they kind of take over for uh, periods. Uh, so actually, Kim Jin Su actually seems the preferred starter, uh, but it might be better to see it uh, as alternating. A little hard to tell. Hong Chul is called up more often than Kim Jin Su, but Kim Jin Su has more starts. Yeah, interesting scenario, but perhaps a, a position of depth then uh, for Korea. And maybe good, as you mentioned, that uh, Game Jin Su has missed a couple tournaments through injuries, being a bit unlucky. Yeah, yeah, for that reason alone, I kind of hope, uh, well, at least that he makes the tournament. But um, uh, yeah, he has been the starter in the uh, Asian Cups there. So maybe the starter here. Okay, let's move on to right backs. And. Um, I just got to clean up the graphics a little bit here. And we begin uh, just with a, a likely candidate here, Kim Tae-hwan. Uh, and then we have a possible candidate in Lee Yong. And um, another possible in Kim Moon-hwan. And finally, a player who is possible but unlikely, uh, Yoon Jong-gyu. So let's go back to Kim Tae-hwan. And uh, he started seven of their games, uh, seven of their 20 games since 2021. He was subbed in for one and on the bench for six. However, there were five games that he wasn't uh, selected for in addition to being injured for one. Yeah, he has 18 caps um, and is 33 years old. So not, not a load of caps given his age. Um, he currently plays for Ulsan Hyundai uh, FC in uh, South Korea, though he did have a spell with the Army team, it looks like, from 2017 to 18. Yeah, a lot of players have to go off to the uh, Army team there. Uh, he did it, actually, a bit older than most seem to. And, uh, yeah, as Connor says, uh, 18 caps since his first one in 2014. Uh, not very impressive. And, in fact, he's really had trouble working his way into the team. So despite being around since 2014, he hasn't been uh, selected for any tournament uh, so far. Uh, so this would be his first. And, uh, you know, he has a good chance of it being called up fairly regularly there. So he'll be hoping to make the squad. Um, but uh, Lee Yong is um, also a candidate for the position. So Lee Yong started uh, eight of their 20 games since 2021, he was subbed in for four and on the bench for four, uh, injured for two, so just two games that he wasn't selected for. Yeah, he's a 35-year-old defender uh, with 57 caps, so um, a lot of experience, um, and he's played his uh, entire career in South Korea. Yeah, I mean, as we go, and I'm questioning some of the categorizations we're doing here, but... Uh, uh, for example, Lee Young has been called up more than uh, uh, Kim Tae-hwan has and uh, uh, and has played more games. So uh, I wonder if they're at about a an equal level. But it could be that his age uh, made me drop him down uh, one because 35 years old is, is getting up there. But as Connor said, very experienced uh, Lee Young, 
Uh, Eon's first tournament was the 2014 World Cup, and he was a starter there and in the 2018 World Cup. Uh, for some reason, he wasn't selected for the 2015 Asian Cup, but he was for the 2019 Asian Cup, where he was also a starter and um, got suspended on yellows for Game 3 on that. My notes say he's a menace on the right side, uh, delivering good balls into the box. So um, at 35 years old, perhaps still uh, menacing the right side, Connor. Yeah, well, may have one more tournament in him. And like you said, with the exception of the 2015 Asian Cup, was a real was as being a starter in that position since 2014. Um, so probably approaching a, you know, the end of his career. But um, yeah, could possibly, possibly see him starting again in 2022. Yeah, and as you said, for left backs, they they do have uh, support in several positions, and we've seen a lot of teams kind of go with more of a rotation uh, rather than a single starter. Um, so uh, we could see both of those players starting. Anyway, we better move on to uh, Kim Moon Hwan, who is also a possible candidate. He started six of their 20 games since 2021, uh, subbed in for one and on the bench for one, uh, so actually not selected for 12 others. Yeah, he has 21 caps, only 27 years old. Um, he currently plays in uh, Korea, but he did actually have a spell with uh, Los Angeles FC in the United States. Uh, from 2021 to 2022. So that's two uh, MLS seasons. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay, well, he was part of the uh, 2019 Asian Cup, uh, but he appeared only in Game 3 there, so a substitute uh, who got a start in Game 3. And um, that is Kim Moon-Hwan, a possible candidate. Finally, we have Yoon Jong-Kyu, uh, Yoon Jong-kyu earned his first cap with the start in November 2020, um, and then, uh, but didn't start any of their 20 games uh, since 2021. He was just on the bench for three, and uh, he was with the under-23 team for a couple of those games, but not selected for uh, 15 games, including the last four. Yeah, he's a young player, 24 years old, but just the one cap coming um you know, some time ago. So, um, yeah, seems possible but unlikely for, for Yoon Jung-woo. Um, and he currently plays uh, in South Korea as well. Yeah, for FC Seoul. Uh, okay, so that is the right-back candidates. And we'll just finish with a summary of the position. Um, so, uh, Lee Yong actually played uh, four of the five games in the Cup, and it was uh, Kim Moon-hwan for the other one. Uh, Moon Hwan uh, started World Cup qualification, uh, but Lee Yong took over for the next six. And then uh, Kim Tae Hwan started the last three. So uh, a bit of rotation there, but it's not game by game, but like we saw with left back kind of in patches. Uh, these three players also shared the spot in the friendlies, uh, but Kim Moon Hwan got the lion's share of starts with three of them. And... Um, Yong and Kim Tae-hwan each got one of them. And then a new player, Yoon Jong-gyu, uh, played one other. So uh, things are a bit up in the air. I'm not sure if you can pick a starter out of that. Can you, Connor? No, I think uh, a couple different players have some things in their favors, but some things against. So um, it's, yeah, perhaps not as settled as, as even the, the left side, even though they look to have two alternating there. 
Yeah, and it's difficult to know, does that mean they're not satisfied with them? Or in the current climate of soccer, you know, um, resting players is important. So maybe they're kind of preparing a rotation in order to handle that problem. Okay, well, that is it for the defense. And we are going to move on to midfielders. And uh, we'll begin with defensive midfielders. Um yeah, okay, uh, sorry. Uh, actually, South Korea kind of, um, we usually uh, blend these two parts, and we will here too, but South Korea actually kind of separates uh, defensive midfielders and central midfielders a bit more than other teams. But we're going to start actually with a candidate uh, you may recognize because you lived in the city there uh, where he played. Yi Thung Yong uh, is retired. He played for Swansea amongst other teams. And uh, we have a definite candidate in uh, Hwang In-Bum. And uh, Jung-Woo Young is a likely candidate. Uh, there are actually two uh, Jung-Woo Youngs on the team, so um, we'll try to avoid confusion there. Uh, Kim Dong-Hyung is a possible candidate. Um, and a couple of players who seem to be off the team now, uh, Ju Se-Jong, and uh, one do J, uh, both seemingly off the team. So that's a lot of uh, defensive midfielders. And we'll begin uh, kind of by bidding farewell to uh, veteran player Gi Sung Yong. We won't go into too much detail, but um, uh, Gi Sung Yong last played for the team in the 2019 Asian Cup, and so not really a consideration for these for this team. He's pretty much retired. Yeah, he did have a, a long and distinguished career, though. Um, he moved uh, from Korea to Celtic and uh, Scotland. From there, uh, went to Swansea, where he had a loan spell at Sunderland, then went to Newcastle, then Mallorca, and then finished his career where he started with FC Seoul in South Korea. Right, and uh, 111 caps over that uh, career that spanned from 2008 to 19. We won't go into detail uh, about uh, uh, his tournaments. They did span from uh, 2010 to 2019. And he was a captain there in the middle for the for the 2015 Asian Cup and the 2018 uh, World Cup. But it do, does seem like they have uh, uh, plenty of players to replace him, uh, starting with Huang uh, Inbom. So Huang Inbom started 12 of their 20 games since 2021, and he was out with two separate injuries for three games and not selected for five games. Nevertheless, we have him as a definite candidate. Yeah, he's a 26-year-old midfielder with 37 caps and four goals, so a, a good return from that defensive midfield position. And he currently plays his football with Olympiakos, uh, one of the big clubs in Greece. Uh, he moved there in 2022, having previously played with Ruben Kazan uh, in Russia, though that did include uh, a loan spell to Korea. Yeah, I'm not sure it was a loan spell so much as probably the Korean government telling um, telling Koreans who played for Russian teams to clear out, which most uh, countries seem to have done. Uh, so they had to lend him back to Korea. But but good that he got on with Olympiakos. And uh, Juan Inbom, uh, his first tournament was the 2019 Asian Cup, uh, where he was subbed into game one and then gained a starting position uh, for the remaining uh, four games. He actually um, 
replaced uh, Gi Sun Young, who we just introduced there, um, who got injured during that tournament. So not so much earning a starting position, but replacing a uh, an injured player. However, he does seem to have earned his starting position now, um, starting most of the games in central midfield. Often alongside Jung Woo Young, who we'll introduce next, uh, Jung Woo Young started 13 of their 20 games since 2021, and he was on the bench for one and not selected for six others. Yeah, he's more of a veteran player, um, 33 years old, uh, 66 caps though, um, and he plays currently in Qatar with El Sad. And not just recently, he's been there since uh, 2018, so well adapted to uh, life in Qatar, you would think. Yeah. Um, and previously in his career, he spent time in Japan, China, and of course, South Korea, where he started. Yeah. Uh, actually, he seemed to move um, directly to Japan after playing for his university team there. And... Um, uh, he uh, His first tournament, uh, it looks like he wasn't a candidate for the 2015 Asian Cup when he got his first cap, uh, but uh, was for the 2018 World Cup where he was selected, uh, but was a substitute there. He subbed into a couple of games and uh, got two yellow cards uh, there, but avoided suspension. By the time the 2019 Asian Cup came around, he was a starter, he also got two yellow cards in that, but avoided suspension. And um, yeah, has been starting alongside, uh, um, uh, alongside, sorry, I'm losing my names here, Juan Ing Bum, uh, pretty regularly. Okay, let's uh, move on to Kim Dong Hyun. And uh, Kim Dong Hyun got his first appearance on the bench in June, 2022. Uh, but didn't start either of the remaining two games there, but he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. Yeah, so those are the uh, the three caps that he's earned. Uh, he's 25 years old, um, currently plays his football in South Korea. Yeah, so um, um, just a possible candidate there. Uh, Joe Se-jong uh, started none of their games, uh, 20 games since 2021, but he was just subbed in for one and on the bench for one. Uh, I'm not selected for the last 14 matches there. He was part of the uh, 2019 Asian Cup, which I'll get to soon. Yeah, um, he has 29 caps, um, all coming since 2015. Um, he's 32 years old, so a bit more, um, I guess, of a, a veteran player. Um, currently plays with Gamba Osaka in Japan. Yeah, right. And uh, he was part of the 2018 World Cup there, just started game two, as well as subbing into game three. So uh, he took advantage of Germany's desperate late press forward to tackle their goalie. Uh, the goalie was committed too far forward in attack, and then he sent a long ball downfield for a teammate um, to put into the unguarded goal. Any guess who that teammate was? Had to be a uh, Son Young Min. I'm guessing so. I don't actually have it written here, but uh, I'd, I'd bet my house on it. Uh, also, I uh, was involved in the 2019 Asian Cup as a sub um, um, for the first four games there. So, actually, um, uh, played in the first four games and then started the fifth game. So, quite involved in that tournament, but has dropped off the team since then. Uh, okay, let's move on to Wondu J. And uh, Wondu J started two of their 20 games since 2021, but not selected for the last 16 matches there. 
yeah, it definitely seems to be off the squad. Um, he's 25 years old, um, six caps all since 2020, but as you said, not selected uh, for many of the recent matches. Yeah, made good inroads uh, immediately um, uh, in the first uh, few months of 2021, but then dropped from the squad. So uh, those are our defensive midfielders. We'll actually uh, go through the central midfield too, but uh, actually we're going to find or we, we, we see that the central midfielders uh, play a little higher up the field. So it is the defensive midfielders who um, who kind of play in the usually the two at the back or else in the stopper role. And then these, these players seem to play a little higher up the field. But uh, let's go through them. And we begin with uh, Beck Tung Ho, um, a definite candidate. And uh, Kim Jin Gyu, a possible candidate. And uh, Go Sun Bum, also possible. And then two players who are possible but not likely. Uh, Son Jun Ho and Lee Young Jae. So we'll go back to the uh, to the definite candidate, Beck Tung Ho. So Beck Tung Ho first appeared on the bench in March 2019 and started seven of their 20 games since 2021. He was subbed in for two and on the bench for four and out with coronavirus for two and not selected for six matches. But those were the first six matches. So always selected for the last 14 matches. Yeah, he's a 25-year-old with uh, 12 caps. So all of them um, coming fairly recently, actually since, uh, since 2019. Um, and he's had a very well-traveled career. He was actually with Barcelona as uh, youth club, um, that famous uh, academy. Yeah, for uh, five years. Wow. Yeah, and then uh, graduated to the Barcelona B team for a couple seasons. Um, after that, he moved uh, around in Spain to a couple clubs, including Girona. Um, he then found himself in Germany with Darmstadt um, and then returned to South Korea in 2021 uh, with Junbuk Hyundai Motors. Yeah, so I think they had higher hopes for him, uh, given that he was with Barcelona's youth club. But um, a lot of players go through there and and uh, not all kind of reach the top levels. But still, uh, for Korea, a bit of a feather in their cap there. He hasn't been involved in any tournaments, uh, having earned his first cap in 2019. Uh, but he has been called up, uh, especially recently. So uh, it'll be interesting to see him in the cup. And uh, next is possible candidate Kim Jin-gyu, and he uh, got his first cap in January 2022 and started two of their remaining 10 games, uh, subbed in for three and on the bench for two. Uh, he was out with coronavirus for two, so just one match that he wasn't selected for. Uh, yeah, um, mm -hmm. Kim also 25 years old um, and has five caps, but as you mentioned, all of them coming since uh, 2022. Yeah, I wonder, uh, just by reading uh, what I read there, he uh, looks like more like a uh, likely candidate. But we'll keep him where he is for now. And um, uh, he also hasn't been involved in any tournaments. So uh, he and even the next player, um, pretty new to the squad. Uh, Go Sun Bum is the next player we're talking about. And he got his first appearance in January 2022. Uh, started one of their remaining 10 games, uh, subbed in for two and on the bench for three. So just three matches that he wasn't selected for out of the last 10. 
Yeah, he's uh, 28 years old, but those games you mentioned uh, are his only caps, so all coming since 2022. Um, he currently plays for Suwon Sampson Blue Wings, uh, one of two clubs in that city, actually. Yeah, yeah, just one cap for him, but um, has been called up quite a bit. Uh, less so, uh, the next candidate, Son Jun-ho. So uh, Son Jun-ho started two of their 20 games since 2021 and was subbed in for two, but then uh, was not selected. Uh, for the last four matches. I wonder if my information's there. But uh, anyway, um, uh, possible but not likely. Yeah. Um, he's a 30-year-old defender who has just 14 caps. Um, he played most of his career in South Korea, but has been uh, with Shandong, Taishan, and China since 2021. Right. And he doesn't have any tournament experience, and I think I should... Uh, go back a couple and say Kim Jing-Yu and Go Sun-Bum also have no tournament experience. Um, uh, and nor does our last candidate, Lee Young-Jae. Uh, Lee Young-Jae uh, first appeared in the Asian uh, East Asian Football Championship in December of 2019, but then was off the team for two years. Uh, returned in January 2022, but didn't start any of their 10 games. Uh, just subbed in for one and on the bench for one, uh, but not selected for the last eight matches. Yeah, he currently plays in South Korea, but um, appears to be doing recent um, army team service. So that may explain uh, potentially um, some of the lack of caps recently. Yeah, possibly so. Um, hard to tell with that army service. But anyway, we have him as possible, but unlikely. And uh, that brings us to the end of the central midfielders. So now we'll we'll kind of summarize that position. As I said, it's usually the defensive midfielders there. Um, and it's usually two at the back um, in the various formations that they use. Uh, but sometimes it's just a stopper, uh, like in the 4-1, 4-1 formation. Um, the veteran uh, um, defensive back, Yi Sun Yong, uh, played uh, the position in the cup, but then got injured and actually never ended up playing for Korea after that, um, after that 2019 Asian Cup. So enter uh, uh, Jung Woo Young and uh, Hwang Inbom after that, with uh, Joe Sejong appearing um, in the last game. Uh, those two, though, Jong Woo Young and Hwang Inbom, played most of the uh, World Cup qualification games. And, and most of the friendlies also. Uh, Ju Sejong was out of the picture, but Song Ju Ho and Baek Sung Ho uh, each appeared twice. Baek Sung Ho, though, is usually uh, further up the field, more like a central attacking midfielder. Okay, so the pairing there, uh, Hwang Ing Bom and uh, Jung Woo Young, uh, likely uh, will start the cup. And... Um, we move on to left midfielders. And in fact, I, I have uh, combined uh, left midfielders and left wingers. Uh, they're both kind of attacking uh, positions, but uh, it tends to be the same player, uh, the same players who play, uh, whether it's a winger or a midfielder. So we're going to kind of combine them here. And we'll go through the candidates first. So Yi Chong Yong. Um, uh, it's actually a player who is retired now, so we're kind of uh, bidding farewell to him. And uh, some of the newer players, Son Hung Min has been playing there. Uh, he's a definite candidate to make the cup, whether he plays in that 
uh, left attacking midfielder role or elsewhere. And we also have Song Min Gyu. Uh, he is a possible candidate. And then uh, Bak Min Gyu, uh, also a possible candidate. And we're going to add the wingers here too. Uh, Na Thang Ho is a possible candidate. And Kim Dae Won, a, a player who seems to be off the team. So we'll go back and start with um, the retired uh, Lee Chung Yong. And uh, Lee Chung Yong last appeared for the national team in March 2019. So that was uh, shortly after the Asian Cup there. Oh, did you mic off there, Connor? It is, thank you. Um, okay. Yeah, Lee Chung Yong was a popular player during his time in England. Um, with Bolton, where he spent six years when they were primarily in the Premier League, as well as Crystal Palace. Um, and then he ended his career first with Bochum in Germany and then uh, Ulsan Hyundai uh, in South Korea. Right. So uh, um, he had 90 caps in all from 2008. Uh, we won't go through his whole uh, career, but basically he was a regular on the team from the 2010 World Cup to the 2015 Asian Cup. And then um, actually for the 2018 World Cup, uh, he didn't make the final cut there. Uh, he was getting very little time with his club, Crystal Palace. I don't know if you remember that, Connor. Yeah, um, I know with Palace, he certainly didn't kind of reach the heights he did with Bolton and kind of was in and out, but a lot, a lot of times out of the squads. So that might have um, affected him for that uh, 2018 World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, he did come back for the 2019 Asian Cup, where he was subbed into Game One and then gained a starting uh, a starting position. But uh, I do uh, have a note here that I, I I felt he didn't have a good performance uh, in that cup and um, has basically uh, retired. It seems since at 30, what 35 years old now, 34. Yeah, 34. Yeah, but still playing at the club level. Uh, anyway, uh, Son Hung Min has uh, basically moved into the position. Uh, Son Hung Min started only actually 13 of their 20 games since 2021. Uh, he was on the bench for three games, uh, sorry, on the bench for one game and out with three separate injuries for six games during this period. Yeah, um, Korea's definite star player. Um, he's been with Tottenham since 2015, so for seven seasons now, but um, before that, did well with Bayer Leverkusen in Hamburg, uh, in Germany. Um, he's 30 years old. He has 106 caps for South Korea and 35 goals, so a really good return. And he was a joint uh, Golden Boot winner in the Premier League for the 2021-2022 season. Great. Well, he's been an important scorer for uh, South Korea, a team that kind of uh, struggles to score, actually, even with him on the squad, but particularly before he came around. Um, in the World Cup 2008, uh, sorry, uh, his first tournament was the Asian Cup in 2011. He was just a sub uh, back then, and uh, uh, the 2014 World Cup was his first tournament where he was a starter. And... Uh, uh, he scored one goal there. And in the 2015 Asian Cup, that was a good tournament for him, scoring three of their eight goals uh, in that tournament. And 2018 World Cup scored two of their uh, three goals there um, 
Uh, I'm just trying to read uh, whether he was the scorer of that excellent uh, late goal against uh, Germany. Um, I believe he was. Uh, he yes. scored against Mexico. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there we go. He also um, was the captain of the team for the 2019 Asian Cup. I think he's the captain now, too. Um, but he wasn't on the bench for Games 1 and 2. Uh, actually, the, the national team kind of cut a deal with Tottenham uh, there to keep him uh, for a bit longer. But then he came into the tournament and started Games 3, 4, and 5 and uh, has scored seven of their 35 goals in qualifying. So, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, as Connor says, uh, probably their uh, most famous player, or at least currently their most famous player. But we move on with the next candidate, Song Min Gyu. Uh, so Song Min Gyu uh, got his first appearance on the bench in June 2021 and started six of their remaining 19 games. Uh, additionally subbed in for three and on the bench for four. So just two games that he wasn't selected for because he was injured for a few. Yeah, he's uh, 27 years old and has nine caps all coming since uh, 2021. Um, and he's played his uh, entire career so far in South Korea. Right. And uh, next is Pak Min Gyu. So Pak Min Gyu uh, got his first appearance on the bench in March 2022. Uh, didn't start any of the remaining six games, but was on the bench for two and uh, out with coronavirus um, for one of those as well. Yeah, so uh, all that adds up to zero caps, though, uh, for Pak Min Gyu. Um, 27 years old, um, currently plays uh, in Korea. Um, so, yeah. Um, not sure if we'll see him in the tournament. Right, and we've added left wingers to the to the list here, so we move on to Na Thang Ho. Um, Na Thang Ho started four of their twenty games since twenty twenty one. He was subbed in for two and on the bench for two, uh, but not selected for ten matches. Yeah, he actually has twenty three caps uh, since twenty eighteen, and is only twenty six years old. So that's a, that's not a bad return. Um, he has played uh, with Tokyo and Japan, but he's currently back in Korea with FC Seoul. Yeah, yeah. Despite that uh, a decent number of caps, he was not selected uh, for the Asian Cup 2019. Forgive me there, he was selected, but he was injured uh, before the tournament began, so he was replaced. Um, yeah, so kind of uh, struggling to make his way onto the squad uh, despite a decent number of caps. And finally, we have Kim Dae-won. So Kim Dae-won uh, got his first appearance in January 2022. Uh, didn't start any of their games, but was subbed in for two and um, um, out, though, for the last five matches. So seems to be off the squad. Yeah, the 25-year-old. Um, yeah, those are his only caps. Um, he currently plays in uh, South Korea as well. Yeah. Okay, so we have a few candidates there in the uh, left midfielder, I'd say left attacking midfielder, uh, rarely but sometimes a, a left forward uh, position too. So it was um, Lee Chung Yong who is now uh, retired or at least off the team. Uh, he played the last four games of the Asian Cup in that position but then disappeared. 
So it was uh, generally uh, Son Hung Min about half of the time as a left attacking midfielder in uh, World Cup qualifiers and friendlies. And uh, Huang He Chang, who actually uh, tends to play the same role on the right side, uh, coming in and playing a few on the left side. Um, right midfielder EJ Sung, who we're going to meet as an attacking midfielder. He kind of pops up all over the uh, um, uh, top end of the field. Uh, he also played the position a few times. And then to make things all the more confusing, uh, both players who are named Jung Woo Yong have made appearances in the position. Uh, one of them is a defensive midfielder, the other a secondary striker who we'll meet soon. That must be a real headache uh, for you going through some of the information. Well, I've noticed that um, they have um, <clears throat> uh, spelled the name differently. And if you can remind me when we get to the uh, um, secondary striker, Jung Yi Yong, uh, I'll show you the different ways they spell the player's name, even though it is the same name. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did make it a bit confusing. Anyway, let's move on to the same position on the right side. So again, it is kind of wingers and attacking midfielders uh, combined. And um, we begin with Huang He Chang as a definite candidate. And uh, we also have uh, Guan Chang Hoon as a definite candidate. Those are the, um, yeah, I've been moving players around. Actually, both of those co are coded as attacking midfielders, but I put them here because uh, they, they play primarily on the right side. Uh, but we also have a few right wingers. Uh, Yi Dong Jun as a possible candidate. And Um Won Sang as possible. Um Ji Sung as possible but unlikely. And finally, John Sang-bin as a, a player who seems to be off the squad. So uh, a few players to go through there, beginning with Hwang Hee-chan. Uh, so Hwang Hee-chan started 11 of their 20 games since 2021. He subbed in for two and was injured for four uh, and out for military service for two and uh, not selected for one other. Yeah, he uh, plays with Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, he actually moved on loan initially in 2021 uh, from Red Bull, or sorry, from uh, Red Bull Leipzig in Germany, um, and then made that move permanent in 2022. Um, before Red Bull Leipzig, he was with Red Bull Salzburg uh, in Austria, which is where he moved to uh, from Korea. Right, and uh, I should clarify, I said earlier that some of these players are exempted from military service if they earn um a medal and i think Han he chang did but even if they do earn a medal they still have to do a few weeks of basic training and 500 hours of military service and i think uh, we we do have one player who actually was kicked off the uh, korean team um i don't know if we're going to cover him in this podcast or not but basically uh, he did earn that exemption um, this is not Hwang Hee Chang, but a different player, earned the exemption and uh, was found to, I think he actually admitted to faking his uh, uh, 500 hours of service, uh, but it came to light and uh, he was basically kicked off the team. So uh, not something to mess around with there. So I think uh, those two games that Hwang Hee Chang missed um, was maybe serving uh, some of those hours uh, if he had the exemption. 
Um, anyway, uh, he uh, was a starter in the 2018 World Cup, which was his first tournament, Huang He Chang. And uh, he lost his starting position, though, uh, in the World Cup and uh, suffered the ignominy of being subbed out, uh, of being subbed into a game, into game three against Germany, and then being subbed out uh, of the same game. So nobody likes that. Uh, in the 2019 Asian Cup, he was a starter um, and uh, he didn't appear in game five there. And he scored three of their 35 goals in qualifying. So um, Hang He Chan, a definite candidate. And uh, Guan Chang Hoon, also a definite candidate. Guan Chang Hoon started nine of their 20 games since 2021. He was subbed in for five and on the bench for uh, two. And um, just two matches that he wasn't selected for. Yeah, um, he's a 28-year-old uh, player with uh, 41 caps and 12 goals, so um, not a bad return there. Uh, he currently plays with Suwon Samson Blue Wings in uh, South Korea, though he did have a spell in Germany uh, with Freiburg uh, from 2019 to 21 and with Dijon in France before that. Okay. Uh, well, in terms of tournaments, uh, he hasn't played in any. Um, for the 2018 uh, World Cup, Guan Chang-hoon was injured uh, in, in his final club match of the season. I wonder, uh, you know, I, I wonder how many times that'll happen in, in the build-up to this World Cup. But we're already seeing uh, a few players getting injured um, prior to the Cup. Uh, also, for the 2019 Asian Cup, he was not selected uh, for the squad, so um, uh, has really kind of come into uh, his own. Uh, recently, he scored four of their 35 goals in qualifying uh, for this tournament and now looks like a definite candidate to make the squad. Okay, and uh, we'll talk about the right-wingers now, beginning with Yi Dong-joon and... Um, uh, Yi Dong-jung uh, got his first cap in March 2021 and started one of their 20 remaining games, uh, subbed in for three and was on the bench for three. However, he was out with uh, two separate injuries for five matches, including a knee injury for the last four matches. Uh, however, he has um, uh, come back and played for his uh, squad um uh, I might have to check into this, Connor. He he wasn't on the injury list the last time I checked, so I'll have to uh, uh, check. Yeah. Um, he is um, a 25-year-old player. Not that many caps, as, as you mentioned, um, getting his first cap in 2021. Um, but he does play with Hartha Berlin in Germany, so playing in the Bundesliga, uh, moving there in 2022 uh, from Ulsan Hyundai in South Korea. Oh, okay. Uh, he hasn't been involved in any tournaments, of course, since his first cap was in 2021. And I have checked, he is on the uh, on the list with a knee injury there. So a bit of a doubt for the cup. Uh, we have Um Won Sang next, and he's also a possible candidate. Uh, he earned his first cap actually way back in 2020. Um, and he didn't start any of their 20 games here, but was subbed in for four and on the bench for two, but uh, 18 games that he wasn't selected for. Yeah, he has just five caps coming since 2020, um, but he is young, just 23 years old, 
um, and another who places football uh, in his home country. Right. Okay. And finally, we have, uh, not finally, we have uh, Umji Sung as a possible but unlikely character. He got his first cap in January 2022. Didn't start any of their 10 games. And we're seeing a lot of players like this, Connor, who were basically just brought up to the bench but didn't get any starts. Uh, in his case, he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. And then um, uh, basically dropped off the team. Um, not included for the last three matches, but was with the under-23 team uh, for a few of those matches. Yeah, and he's just 20 years old, so he might have, he has a bit more time actually to play with the under-23 team. Um, yeah, so not that many caps, as you mentioned, just that once, um, yeah, one cap, but he has a goal. Um, so, uh, so that's promising uh, for him. Uh, he currently plays uh, in Korea as well with Gwangju. Okay, um, great. I'm still trying to find out whether uh, 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 Huang uh, He Chang has uh, gotten exemption by playing in the uh, uh, East Asian Cup. Anyway, let's uh, summarize the position here. So, uh, again, the position is usually a right attacking midfielder, but sometimes a right winger. And uh, from time to time, though, rarely a right forward position. And uh, uh, Hang Hee Chan has played in the position, uh, or oh, Hang Hee Chan was there for half of the Cup and uh, World Cup qualifying games. But there were a wide variety of players uh, jumping into the position otherwise. Um, in friendlies, it was Hang Hee Chan only once, actually, but attacking midfielder Kwong Chang Hoon who had played in the position three times, probably more than anyone else. Uh, and Guan Chang-Hoon seemed to be uh, moving into the role a little bit more. But we have seen that Huang Hi chang uh, moves around the field, sometimes playing on the left side. So uh, though usually a starter, uh, only about half the time in this actual position. Okay, uh, no, he wasn't in the 2019 Asian uh, Championship. Um, so I don't know if he has a, an exemption or not from uh, service, but um, uh, he will have to do his service at some point. Uh, let's move on, shall we, to forwards? All right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, left wingers and right wingers, we kind of combined with um, the midfielders there. So for, we're going to look at attacking midfielders or uh, this generally is kind of central attacking midfielders. And another player that we bid farewell to in uh, Gu Jachal, um, now off the squad, uh, and coming in uh, to replace him, E.J. Sung, who we saw kind of uh, all over the field on the left, right, and primarily in the center. E.J. Sung is a definite candidate. Uh, e. Dong Kyung, a possible candidate. Nam Tae a uh, possible candidate, and finally Go Young Jun, um, a possible but unlikely candidate. But I think I'm going to add uh, Jung Woo Young here. Uh, he's a possible candidate. That's the player I said uh, has the same name as a defensive midfielder. So let me show you uh, what they do to distinguish him. Uh, he's a possible candidate, by the way. And uh, usually for him, they, they spell it uh, uh, J-E-O-N-G uh, uh, and then Wu 
like that, W-O-O and Young, uh, Y-E-O-N-G. So um, you usually see his name spelled that way on a few of the sources. Does that clarify things for you, Connor? <laughs> it does a little bit. I'm glad there's some uh, some distinction there, but uh, it's certainly confusing two players with the two names, especially when they play in the same position. Yeah, no, they don't actually. One's a defensive midfielder, but uh, yeah, yeah, they did play in the same position on the uh, uh, right now or left midfield. Yeah. Okay, let's talk uh, quickly about Guja Chal. So he is a uh, retired, a veteran of the team, uh, last appeared for the national team since uh, in the 2019 Asian Cup. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, he had a, a distinguished career playing in many different uh, countries. Um, South Korea, of course, but also uh, Germany, um, where he was with Wolfsburg, Augsburg and Mainz. Um, and then also played with a couple of different clubs in Qatar. Yeah, so they could have used his experience here. Yeah, yeah so uh, he was captain of the team, at least for a time, uh, between 2008 and 19, uh, which was his playing career. 78 caps and 20 goals. So not a bad return, almost 25%. And uh, basically played in uh, the Asian Cup 2011, all the way through to the Asian Cup 2019. Um, pretty much a starter in all of those tournaments. And uh, I have him as captain for the 2014 World Cup here. So off he goes and they uh, are replacing him with the players that we'll go through now. So EJ Sung, uh, the definite candidate. He started 11 of their 20 games since 2021. Uh, he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. Actually injured for the last four with a new in, uh, a knee injury, and perhaps the previous player I was getting mixed up with, uh, because he was back playing for his club in August. So that knee injury not a concern. Yeah, his club team is Mainz in Germany. Um, he's been in Germany since 2018, uh, starting with uh, Holstein Kiel. Um, He's 30 years old, has 64 caps and nine goals. So, um, again, decent return, decent number of caps, all coming from since 2015. Yeah, 2015, but not there for the 2015 Asian Cup. The 2018 World Cup was his first tournament, and he was a starter uh, in that tournament. For the 2019 Asian Cup, he was a starter for Game 1, but actually uh, lost his starting position there after Game 1, uh, never to reappear. Um, but has reappeared in the uh, period since then, uh, again, since 2021, uh, starting about half of their games. Uh, Yi Dong-kyung is next. Yi Dong-kyung is a possible candidate, and uh, he started three of their 20 games since 2021, was subbed in for two and on the bench for eight, uh, but out with two separate injuries, um, uh, for seven matches, including the last six matches. But uh, like uh, E.J. Sung, uh, was back in action um, for his club at the beginning of this season. So uh, his injury, uh, uh, not a concern. Yeah, um, he's currently playing in Korea, but he didn't have um, a spell in, uh, in Germany. Um, actually, two loan spells in this year, 2022, uh, first with Schalke and then with Hansa Rostock. 
Um, he has seven caps and one goal and is only 25 years old. Right, and his university team was uh, Hongik University, where I uh, taught for a year. My last uh, two years, actually, in Korea was at Hongik University. Nam Tae-hui is our next uh, candidate, and he started three of their 20 games, subbed in for three and on the bench for two. Uh, he was injured for three there and not selected for ten others, including the last four matches. Yeah, he's 30 years old. Um, sorry, 31 years old. Um, and he actually plays in Qatar. Um, he's been with a couple uh, clubs in Qatar um, really since 2012. So he's uh, kind of well at home there. Um, also having spells uh, in France and in England with uh, Reading. Um, he has 56 caps and uh, seven goals uh, coming since 2011. Yeah, but despite uh, the, that long history with the team, he hasn't been involved in many tournaments. Actually, just the 2015 Asian Cup, uh, he didn't start game one there, but he started uh, four games uh, in the tournament. And uh, I don't see any injury reasons. I think he just wasn't selected uh, for the final squads for either of the World Cups in 2014 and 2018 or the Asian Cup in 2019. So, um, uh, yeah, a little trouble getting onto the team. You'd think his uh, his time in a uh, long period in, in Qatar would be a benefit to the team, eh? Yeah, you, you would think so. Um, but, yeah, whether he'll make this tournament remains to be seen, like you said, um, kind of involved in 10 games or sorry, uh, not involved in, not selected for 10 games um, and kind of involved for the other half. So um, definitely kind of on the outskirts of the squad. Would say. Yeah, as he has always been. Okay, well, Go Young Jun uh, is the um, uh, possible but unlikely. Uh, yeah, he hasn't played uh, any of the games we're talking about, just appeared in the uh, East Asian Football Championship in the summer of 2022. I generally haven't included those players, so uh, I confess I'm not sure why he's here on the list. <laughs> well, he does have uh, one cap, um, currently plays in South Korea, and is 21 years old, so one of the younger players that we've been talking about so far. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think those East Asian uh, Cup games do count as caps, and I, uh, I think that's where he got his cap. But anyway, some of them do make it onto the, uh, onto the team. Uh, and we're going to throw in the secondary striker Jung Woo Young here. So uh, Jung Woo Young got his first cap in March 2021 and started two of their remaining 19 games. He was additionally subbed in for four and on the bench for three. However, he wasn't selected for about half the matches. Yeah, um, he's a young player, 23 years old, six caps and two goals. So that's not bad. Um, and he's currently um, plays in Germany. And he's actually been with the Bayern Munich uh, youth club and youth system. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have played for the senior team for uh, Bayern Munich, but uh, was with the youth system, as you said, and also for um, on Bayern Munich too. So a good club affiliation there, although uh, it could be like the, the one who played for Barcelona where didn't quite reach the heights of making that team. But let's conclude by uh, talking about the position of attacking uh, midfielder. 
So that would be a central attacking midfielder, usually one, but we've seen a couple of setups where they have uh, two central attacking midfielders. Of course, it was veteran Gu Jiachal uh, in the cup, but only the first two games of the cup, uh, and then he was done. It was Son Hung Min who took over uh, for the two games. Son Hung Min kind of moves around the field a little bit. And then, oddly, for the last game, it was uh, the defensive midfielder, Hwang Imbom. And not the first time, actually, he's played a more attacking role, but he's primarily a, a defensive midfielder. And then, um, following that, in World Cup qualification, it was primarily E.J. Sung, uh, but sometimes switching with uh, Son Hung Min and Hwang Hee Cho. Those three players kind of uh, do switch around a bit. Uh, and then um, the secondary striker we introduced, Jung Woo Young, uh, was there for the last two friendlies, so perhaps making inroads into that position. All right, well, the last uh, group of players we have to deal with are forwards. And uh, we begin with a definite candidate, Hwang uh, Wee Jo. Um, and we have a likely candidate, Jogu Sung, and a possible candidate, Jo Young Ook. Oops, Jo Young Ook. And uh, possible also, uh, Kim Kim uh, Gun Hee, and um, seemingly off the squad now, uh, uh, Kim Shin Ook. Um, but still a, an outside candidate, uh, Kim Shin Woo. Uh, but let's go back to the beginning and talk about Hwang Wee Jo. So he started 12 of their 20 games since 2021, as well as being subbed in for one and on the bench for two. Uh, he was injured for two and not selected for three matches. Yeah, the 30-year-old has 49 caps and 16 goals. Um, he's actually signed, uh, signed for Nottingham Forest. Um, but he's been long to Olympiacos. Um, those two clubs actually share the same owner, so I'm sure there's some sort of um, agreement there. Oh, um, okay. And he moved to England uh, from Bordeaux in France, having previously played for Gamba Osaka, as well as in South Korea. Well, I was going to say, uh, ask if you're familiar with him, because you're generally uh, pretty good with the championship, but uh, perhaps he didn't play for them during that time, I guess. Yeah, I don't recall that he has played um, for them. Yeah, 2022. So uh, anyway, in terms of tournaments, he was not part of the World Cup 2018, uh, although he had been on the team since 2015. Uh, but for the 2019 Asian Cup, he was a starter, and he scored two of their six goals uh, in that cup, additionally hitting the woodwork uh, three times uh, in that tournament. Uh, and scored uh, two of their 35 goals in qualifying, so actually not not that many for a centre forward. Um, we'll we'll come we'll talk a bit later about their problem with scoring goals. But um, next we have Jo Gyu Sung. So Jo Gyu Sung got his first cap in September 2021 and started seven of their remaining 16 games, and he was subbed in for five and on the bench for three and out with coronavirus for the other. So I should actually have him as a definite candidate here, Connor. Yeah, he's a promising player, um, 24 years old, uh, 15 camps and four goals, all coming since 2021. So he's been fairly 
uh, regularly involved. Um, and he's uh, played his entire career so far in South Korea. Right. Uh, Doug, excuse me, doesn't have any tournament experience. 15 caps since 2021 uh, is actually pretty good, but doesn't include any tournaments. Okay, Joe Young-Ook is a possible candidate. He got his first appearance on the bench in March 2021, uh, but didn't start any of their remaining 20 games. He was just subbed in for two and on the bench for three. Uh, was with the under-23 team for a few of those games uh, there, but not selected for half the matches. Yeah, another young player, 23 years old. Um, four caps, a single goal to his name, and he plays with FC Seoul in South Korea. Yeah, he uh, had appeared actually in December 2018, uh, invited to a training camp, but uh, didn't get his first cap till 2022, so wasn't selected for the uh, 2019 Asian Cup there. Uh, Kim Gun Hui is uh, the last of the uh, possible candidates here, and he got his first appearance on the bench in November 2021. Uh, he started one of their remaining 12 games, as well as being subbed in for two and on the bench for three. Uh, however, he was uh, injured for the last four. Uh, however, uh, again, however, another however, he was back in action uh, like the other two players we mentioned by the start of the season, so playing for his club in August there. Yeah, his club team is uh, Sapporo in Japan, uh, where he's been with since 2022. Um, three caps, no goals so far for the 27-year-old. Right, so just a possible candidate. And finally, uh, on his way out, it seems, is Kim Shin-Uk. Uh, um, oh, you get the club team. He plays for an interesting club there. Uh, but I'll tell you, he started just one of their 20 games since 2021. He was on the bench for two and then not selected after that. Uh, so three games in 2021, but not selected for the last 17. Yeah, he's um, 34 years old, so had a long career um, playing in South Korea, um, but also in uh, China. But that club he's with now, uh, since 2022, is Lion City Sailors in Singapore. Yeah, I've never heard of that club before. Yeah, so he's at the tail end of his career, but he, um, I guess, you know, seems to be off the squad now, but he did score 16 goals across 55 caps uh, for the national team. Yeah, it wasn't exactly the solution for their scoring problem, but did uh, did score uh, some goals, not not in tournaments, I think, so... Uh, that was a bit of a problem. Uh, in terms of tournaments, his first one was the 2011 Asian Cup there. Uh, he appeared only in Game 5, so not much time. Didn't score any goals there. Uh, in the World Cup 2, he was just a sub. I'm talking about 2014 here. Um, again, uh, just a sub and didn't score any goals. For the 2015 Asian Cup, he was injured. Uh, for the 2018 World Cup, he was a starter, uh, in game one, but he was subbed out at 66 and uh, 66 minutes into game one and lost his starting position, uh, never to reappear. Uh, didn't score any of their three goals in that cup uh, either and was not selected for the 2019 Asian Cup. So as I said, um, uh, perhaps gets his goals against weaker teams because he scored six of their 35 goals in qualifying. And I believe those were all in the first round of qualifying against weaker teams like Sri Lanka. 
Okay, uh, Kim Shin-Uk then, perhaps we spent too much time on a player who is off the squad, but uh, he does kind of illustrate their scoring problem. Uh, but I'll, I'll finish uh, this section and this player-by-player player section by um, summarizing the position. I'm just correcting the graphics here because uh, we made a mistake. Um, so it's Huang Hijou uh, in all five games of the Asian Cup there. And in World Cup uh, qualifying, uh, Zhou Gyu-sung uh, replaced him a couple of times, but more often joined him to make it a two-man forward line, as we saw um, they used a two-man forward line uh, sometimes. Uh, Zhou Gyu-sung was not there in friendly, so it was actually Son Heung-min uh, moving up to the forward uh, role and playing alongside Huang Uizhou. So um, it looks like they kind of have gone from using one forward to more often using two forwards. Uh, do you remember that from the formations? Yeah, I mean, we did seem to think that the four-two-three-one was the most common formation, but um, the two fours did appear a little bit more recently and in the friendlies when they were kind of experimenting a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, actually not used uh, not used that often, actually, but um, uh, so it's Hang Hijo or uh, Hang Hijo on his own most of the time. All right, well, that brings us to the end of the player-by-player uh, -player discussion, and we move on to uh, a discussion of the squad. By the way, Connor, you have a Korean shirt, I, uh, he said enviously. I do have a Korean shirt, and, and surely, having lived in Korea for as long as you did, you have one too. Uh, I think I've outgrown it. Ah. I think that's, I used to have one. I can't remember where it is. And now I'm going with this hokey uh, red and white uh, T-shirt theme. How am I doing? Uh, it, it's, it... it's it's a poor substitute. I think you have uh, a, a bit of time before the World Cup to sort that out. Come on, Kevin. <laughs> okay. I'll get on it, Connor. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll review some of the notes that we uh, talked at the top of the uh, podcast. So, uh, some of them we kind of detailed above and some of them we'll detail here now that we've been through the player-by-player -player section. Do you want to lead us through? Yeah, the first note we had was that they were once again second behind Iran. Uh, that's right, and um, we won't detail that here. So what was the next one? Next one was their current form. And um, yeah, we, we talked above how it's kind of hard to tell um largely because their last major tournament was in 2019. yeah uh, however a good thing uh, in their friendlies uh, even though they have all been at home uh, and so maybe don't reveal much about their general strength is that they have been scoring in those friendlies they got one goal against brazil but more than one goal against chile uh, paraguay and, and egypt Not, none of those particularly easy defenses so uh that's positive hey yeah that, that's definitely a good sign and, and kind of the timing is good leading into the world cup yeah yeah because they'll be worried about that but that does constitute our uh, uh next general point is a scoring oh that was supposed to be you introducing it well do you want to detail it then yeah so just talking about that scoring problem i mean son young mean is a bit of a savior in this regard but even with him, um, they actually do struggle. Um, in the Asian Cup, um, they only scored once against kind of weak opposition. Um, 
being ones each against Philippines and um, and Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. Um, and then also again struggle with Bahrain. So it, it is encouraging, as you mentioned, that they've scored in some of their friendlies, um, including four against Egypt, who have a solid defense. But it is, it is a problem they need to solve. And um, with their current players, do you think do you think they've had it? Some of the players we've talked about. I don't know, Connor. It's kind of been an ongoing problem uh, uh, for Korea ever since ever since ever. Um, they're, they're just not a kind of ferocious scorers. So actually, we'll see that uh, some of the scorers have decent percentages, but I think a lot of those have been earned against weaker teams, as we saw with uh, with Chinook there. Uh, so I, I do, I think it'll be a problem uh, for them. Yeah, and, and maybe a bit difficult when, when teams know that Son Heung-min is a, is a main threat. Um you know, everyone's aware of him. I mean, he's still hard to stop the people in yeah. the Premier League. Um, but, you know, that's where that secondary scoring can really, really help you out when you can't just focus on one one guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably their main uh, concern there. Uh, last concern is the defense. It's a pretty solid defense. Um, yeah, they've, they've always been pretty good defensively, uh, holding their own. And uh, Kim Min-jae, is back. He was injured for the last World Cup. And uh, left back Kim Jin Su, I don't think we mentioned it in the player by player podcast, but he was also uh, injured during the last World Cup. So they'll definitely be happy to have those two back. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about their players. And uh, uh, first, we look at club affiliations. Uh, do you want to take us through that? Yeah. So the majority of players you mentioned. Um, play in South Korea, um, which has its uh, own league and a, a, one of the better leagues in Asia for sure. Um, they have a, several players, though, who do play in, in Germany me, or in Europe, many of them in Germany, which seems to be a bit of a pipeline for Korean players, even Son Heung-min getting his start that way. And then among those clubs, there are a couple that start, that stand out. Um, Napoli for Kim Min-jae, um, Tottenham, of course. So um, the clubs in Europe tend to be kind of middling clubs, Bundesliga teams, a couple with Olympiacos. Um, but then, like we said, a, a couple clubs that stand out. And I think it should be mentioned that there are a couple players that we meant to do play in um, Qatar or Saudi Arabia, uh, which, which could be some uh, slight advantage if those players are selected. Yeah, I mean, as well as uh, South Korea, uh, playing in the Asian region, so they've had qualification games in those countries that will hopefully be a bit of an advantage that is a, a bit of a uh, odd association they have with germany i remember when i lived there uh, uh i don't know if this is the case now but i remember a few of the boys telling me that the the boys studied german in uh, maybe junior high or high school um and i was always curious why that was uh, also the their their um chabam gun is probably their their first international player, and he also uh, played in Germany. So they, they have this kind of ongoing association with Germany. Yeah, well, it's, it's been good. It's given some uh, some kind of higher profile and um, great experience for some of the players. Um, and, and it's also been um, kind of a pipeline to some other leagues, although the German league is, is strong in and of itself. Yeah. 
All right, well, thanks for that. And let's move on to the next one. That's the little uh, stats thing that I've been uh, compiling. And uh, the first stat we look at is how many players have, are kind of on the slate for South Korea. So we're generally looking at players who have been uh, called up since 2021, actually. It says 2020. Connor, we've been doing this podcast for quite a few teams now. And I think it was only in the last podcast that I noticed it was 2021. Uh, it should be 2021, not 2020. Yeah. Anyway, Korea has 53 teams, uh, sorry, 53 players kind of on the slate, uh, total candidates. That is a bit higher than average. The average is uh, about 50. So um, uh, not juggling as many players as some teams, especially the CONCACAF teams. But uh, we did go through a lot of players here. Any comments? No, um, not really. I mean, they've, they've also played probably a few more games, playing 20 games since 2021. That's a few more than some other countries. So maybe a, a couple more opportunities at the margins to uh, to bring some more players in. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we do see something interesting in the next two stats. And one, uh, sorry, I didn't write 53 on the graphic there. Uh, we have 40 players under consideration. So those would be the... Uh, the uh, definite, likely, and possible players. Uh, 40 is well above average. The average is 33. However, uh, the definite and likely are, uh, is much lower or a little bit lower than average, 20. So basically what we have here is uh, 20 uh, starters, so a stable team in terms of starters, the number of starters who play. And... Um, on the other hand, a lot of players on the periphery, and we did see uh, quite a few players who who were called up to the squad but didn't really see any action. They were just maybe coming in as subs or even just on the bench. Did you notice that? Yeah, and, and some players who just had a handful of appearances in those 20 games, we did have a lot in the likely category, and I think it's a, an interesting point you made that their, their starters are kind of core is is pretty much intact, but it's, it's kind of filling out the squad where they've used a bit more experimentation. So, um, yeah, we'll yeah. see whether it's a matter of trying to find kind of the right players or we saw a couple young players kind of come in for just a game or two and then leave, um, kind of will remain to be seen if any of those players are given the opportunity to, uh, to join the World Cup squad. Yeah, I mean, kind of long enough to make them uh, possible candidates, but... Um... Uh, you know, not necessarily long or consistent enough to, to uh, make them seem like they really are going to make the squad. Uh, the long and short of it is among those 40 players, roughly speaking, uh, only six of them are going to make uh, uh, the final squad. Mm -hmm. uh, there will be kind of injuries and, and maybe uh, players in form uh, changing it. But roughly speaking, uh, only about six of the possible players we talked about uh, we'll make the squad. Okay, uh, well, the other stats are the age, average age 27.6. Uh, that's a bit higher, actually uh, a bit higher. I'm actually finding a lot of teams in this World Cup uh, is higher. The average now is 26.8. I, I think that's higher than previous Cups. Yeah, I wouldn't know offhand. Um, I think one thing I've noticed is Korea is a number of players at 25, 26 who have just a handful of caps. So perhaps um, maybe with the East Asian Cup and the, the U23 squad, they're getting kind of their start a little bit later. And 
I'm not sure about some of the other teams, but in Korea's case, that that may boost the average age a little bit. Though there are exceptions, of course. Yeah, well, I can detail it a little bit more out of the um, uh, what did I say? Forty likely play, forty definite likely or possible. Uh, Thirteen of them are thirty years old uh, or or older, and then none of them uh, are below twenty three. Well, wow, that's a yeah, that's a bit surprising. Uh, we did see we did see a couple of players who were below twenty, but they didn't make it to the uh, to the possible level or above. Anyway, with age comes experience, and the average number of caps uh, for Korea is twenty seven point nine, and uh, the average uh, among all the teams there is twenty nine point four. So, actually, despite the older players. Uh, despite the older than average players, they have fewer caps than average. What do you make of that? Well, it might be the point I made earlier that some of these players are just taking a little bit longer to get their their first start or making their, their first appearance at a little bit of an older age than perhaps they are at some other teams. Yeah, no, good point uh, that bore out in the stats. Uh, total goals, uh, 123 among uh, the players they have. Uh, we said there are 31 players, but we will uh, kind of clarify this with a stat. Uh, total goals per player won't mean much in itself, 11.6%, but the average is 13.6%, uh, and uh, Korea is one of the lowest there, uh, along with Japan and Australia, a very low-scoring uh, team. Uh, and that, that kind of uh, supports the uh, problem scoring thesis that we've been developing here. Yeah. Okay, well, let's look at some of the players and uh, issues to watch and maybe if you want to introduce them and I'll comment on them if necessary. Sure, so in defense, um, we're looking at either Hong Chul or Kim Jin Su for left defense. Yeah, uh, that position was not uh, well decided, but again, we may be talking about a rotation here, which I think we're seeing uh, more in the cup. Um, it could be that they're rotating, but I think we nominated Kim Jin-su as uh, a bit more likely. Yeah, and then at right back, we talked about this earlier, but the position um, seems a bit unsettled. Yeah, no lack of candidates there, but uh, we haven't seen one player kind of consistently starting in that position. Yeah, let's move on to the midfield. Um, so one is the loss of uh, Gi Sung Young, who's one of their uh, kind of higher profile players recently. Yeah, they have lost a few players uh, uh, since 2019 and 18, and we'll review those. But do you consider that a big loss, Connor? Um, I, I think it was in a sense. I mean, I would say he's one of their kind of more high profile and more kind of important players over the last little while. But um, like you said, it doesn't seem to have hurt them that much. And he retired a few years ago, so they seem to have kind of moved on and have found other players um, to fill in his position. Yeah, I think so too. I think the players replacing him are uh, um, covering it quite well. Uh, we did see a lot of, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll just introduce the next issue. All right. Um, which is kind of what the rotation of attacking midfielders means. 
Yeah, we've we've seen that uh, um, Son Hung Min and uh, Hang Hee Chan and and um, the other player whose name eludes me at the moment, a lot of rotation, switching positions. So I wonder if that's a, you know kind of a tactical variation, maybe matching those players up to the team they're playing, or whether they're still searching for a formula that's going to lead to goals. Yeah, and kind of related, the right attacking midfielder position seems unsettled at the moment. Yeah, I mean, generally it seems like uh, Son Hung Min on the left, and even though they do move around, uh, we've seen a couple of players in, in the right attacking midfielder position, so that one uh, seems a, a bit more undecided. It's probably Huang Hee Chan, um, but they have uh, tried a number of players out in that position. All right, let's move on to the attack. Well, we identified uh, a lack of goals as a problem earlier. So um, what do you think? Are Huang Wee Joe and Joe uh, Song the answer for goals? Yeah, it's hard to say. I'm not sure these players uh, will be the answer, but uh, it is encouraging that in the friendlies, they scored uh, quite a few goals. And those goals came, I, I, I think, Son Hung Min maybe got one in each of the games. I mean, he was a regular. Uh, these two didn't score uh, as much as you would hope a forward would. But on the other hand, they did get uh, goals from kind of various uh, various players on the field, which was a bit uh, positive. That was good. Yeah, including a couple defenders. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kim Min Jae and, and they move up uh, for corners and stuff. We saw in the player-by-player player them getting a few goals, uh, probably uh, heading in corners. So um, hopefully they can add to their goal count that way. All right, well, time to move on to uh, new players. And uh, actually, to kind of illustrate a point earlier, uh, I have, I'm just going to count one, two, three, four, five. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. It just goes on forever. 15, 16, 17. 16 or 17 new players, all in the possible category, uh, kind of illustrating what we said, that they've been bringing in a lot of uh, young players, but not necessarily, um, you know, not ne uh, them not necessarily making the squad. Uh, I mean, more so than other teams, because, of course, every team does that. So we're just going to focus on uh, players that did make the squad here. In other words, definite candidates or likely candidates. And we have two definite and uh, four likely. So uh, um, in the attacking midfield, we have uh, Guan Chang-hoon, usually plays on the right there. And uh, he's not young, actually. Uh, he's uh, 28 years old, but uh, hasn't played in a tournament. So we considered him uh, a new player. Is that fair, Connor? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, also a definite candidate, the central midfielder, but slightly more attacking than the defensive midfielders is uh, Beck Sung-ho. So he is 25 years old. Uh, again, his first tournament. He's the one who was with the... Uh, Barcelona Youth Club. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and we have uh, goalkeeper Song Bum, Song Bum Gun. Uh, he looks, I think, to be the second. Well, 
backup keeper anyway. Uh, he's 25 years old, but again, it's his first tournament. And, uh, oh, he played for Korea University, which is another of the universities I taught at. Uh, Joe you, you mean? Uh, Joe you mean a central defender. Uh, he is a likely candidate, uh, 25 years old, but his first tournament. Uh, this is kind of illustrating what you said about the players uh, kind of being a bit older before they join the squad. Yeah, um, just three caps to his name so far. All right, and uh, Kim Tae Hwan. So Kim Tae Hwan, uh, again, uh, actually 33 years old, so hardly belongs on this list, but uh, uh, has not made a tournament during his career. So this may be the first one. We consider him a likely candidate here. And uh, finally, Joe Gu Sung. Uh, the forward, uh, the forward who uh, has been getting starts, um, and he is 24 years old, so really is a new player to the squad. Yeah, a couple goals for him, though, four in 15 caps. So, um, yeah, hopefully can keep that up for the, for the national team. Yeah, and as we said, uh, 16 or 17 players that, um, uh, that are in the possible category who we won't go through here. But uh, yeah, quite quite a, a lot of uh, a lot to choose from anyway. And uh, now we'll take a look at injuries, and uh, maybe you can report on the injury, Connor. Uh, we only have two actually, and they're both uh, possible candidates. First one is Gang Fang U. Yeah, well, this one a um, bit more of a doubt because we because of his uh, special leave. Um, and we uh, you talked about that earlier. You're not sure whether that's military service, one site. Or one source is the kind of cross competition. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit unclear um, what's kind of tying him up. Um, but he, um, yeah, wasn't selected for the last six matches. Yeah, we'll try to update that uh, in the update podcast. <clears throat> the only other concern is uh, Yi Dong Jun. Um, what's wrong with him? Yeah, um, it's listed that he has a knee injury so um he remained on the injury um list basically up until september so we're not sure whether he'll be able to um recover from that yeah we'll have to uh we'll have to update that in the podcast because we got a, a bit of uh, mixed uh, reporting from our sources on that so he may be recovered or uh, knee injuries tend to be a bit ongoing so uh, hard to say, but again, only a possible candidate. So um, even if he didn't make it, uh, he wouldn't be a, a major loss. Finally, we'll look at notable absences. So we'll begin with uh, Jang Hyun Su. Uh, that's kind of an interesting story. And uh, we told the story during the uh, player by player. I just didn't put a name to it, but uh, he's the player who um, admitted to um, falsifying uh, some of the details uh, regarding his military service. So he was banned from the team uh, in 2018 um, after playing in the 2018 World Cup. So he was a starter in that tournament, a central defender. So, um, uh, but he was off the team by the time the 2019 Asian Cup came around. Okay, next we have Gi Sung Yong. He's actually been off the team for quite a while, but will be a familiar name 
uh, to those who follow the Premier League. And actually in the same category, uh, Lee Chung Yong, the left midfielder. Uh, we have Ji Dong Won, um, also been off the team for quite a while. Uh, Gu Jia Chal is a bit of a loss, though. He was uh, active up until the 2019 Asian Cup. And sorry, I'm supposed to be putting these names on the list. So there is uh, Gi Sung Yong, uh, Yi Chung Yong, uh, Ji Dong Won, and Gu Jia Chal. And finally, the player who, uh, you know, may still be uh, a potential candidate, but Kim Shin Uk. Um, uh, who was a starter in the 2018 World Cup. So uh, those players uh, absent from the team, but of course they've been replaced by uh, younger players. And now we have the predicted starters. So do you want to start us off there, Connor? Sure. Well, with the manager, it's been Paulo Bento for a few years and he'll uh, stay in charge. Yeah, he'll be, uh, oops, he'll be, um, we'll call him a, uh, a starter. Uh, okay, for goalkeepers, we have definite candidates Kim Sung-gyu and Jo Hyun-woo, and then a likely candidate Song bum gun and maybe a possible candidate Kim Dong-joon. Uh, yeah, well, hmm. we mentioned that um, the, the first two names seem to be sharing it a little bit, but that Kim Sung-gyu uh, seems to be um, kind of in pole position. Do you agree? Uh, I agree. I think he'll be the starter. Maybe a bit of rotation there, um, but Kim Sung-gyu seems to actually have the pole position, as you say. For central defenders, we have uh, three uh, definite. So Kim Min-jae and Kim Young-gwan, and also Kwon Kyung-won, and one likely in Jo Yoon-min. Uh, we have a couple of possible candidates, and, and probably one of them will make the squad, because they tend to bring five or six uh Central defenders. Uh, how about this one, Connor? Yeah, I think uh, Gim Min Jae, who plays for um, Napoli, um, and Gim Young Guan uh, will be the starters. And in actual fact, this position seems a little bit more settled than than some. I agree. Uh, uh, when we have definite, uh, that means that we think they're definite to uh, make the final team, but not necessarily be a starter. They miss Kim Young-jae in the 2018 World Cup, so they'll be delighted to have him back. Uh, at left-back, uh, do you like uh, the definite candidate Hong Chal or the likely candidate Kim Jin-soo? Uh, we also have a possible candidate in Gang Fang-woo. I'm not sure I'm confident. We mentioned this was one of the positions where they seem to be going back and forth, um, alternating. Um, so yeah it's it's really difficult to say um do you have one do you favor one or the other i slightly favor kim jin su the likely candidate uh he started a little bit more uh but i i'm actually going to use yellow uh suggesting that they're going to rotate that position i think both of them will start yeah. uh, i mean alternatively uh, for the right back position we have likely candidate kim taewon and then possible candidates Eong and Kim Moon Hwan. Yeah, it's another um, unsettled position, and all three of those have actually started a, a handful of games, um, you know, since 2021. So it's actually all three would have a strong case. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if I favor one, possibly the likely candidate. But what about you? 
Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I don't even feel like I can highlight uh, a rotating position here. I think it could be any one of them. They've really not settled on this position much. Yeah, I think, you know, I think they'll be there and it'll be one of them, but I can't uh, hazard a guess as to who. So let's move on to defensive midfielders. We have definite candidate Huang In-Bom and likely candidate uh, Jong Woo-Young, not to be confused with the secondary striker of the same name. And we also have possible candidate Kim Dong-Hyun. Yeah, well, we mentioned that the, the first two um, names you mentioned, they, they do tend to start um, in a pair. I do think that a 4-2-3-1 is a, is a likely formation, so I would point to those two, um, Huang Inbom and Jung Woo Young, as uh, likely starters. Yeah, me too. I think even uh, even when um, even when they do have one uh, kind of defensive midfielder, like a stopper, uh, often the uh, the other ones on the field anyway, just playing a bit in advance. So I think that's a pretty uh, consistent pairing there. Okay, for central midfielders, we have definite candidate uh, Beck Tung Ho. And that's uh, really all we have. We have no likely candidates, but just a couple of possibles. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I'm not sure I see anyone kind of emerging from that, especially given the um, the ones you mentioned for the defensive midfield position. Yeah, Beck Tung Ho plays a, a little bit up the field, a bit more like a central attacking midfielder. He's actually one of the few uh, players who haven't played in a tournament um, uh, who we consider a definite candidate. That's why his name is in light gray uh, YouTube watchers. And uh, uh, But I, I think he will be a starter on the field. They seem to like him. All right. Uh, left midfielder, who's this guy? Son Hung Min. Uh, he's a definite <laughs> candidate. And then we have three possible candidates on that side, but no likely. Yeah, I mean, Son Hyung-min, there's really no debate. Whether he'll play in the left midfield role or somewhere else, but um, no debate about him starting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on the right side, uh, we have definite candidates Hang Hee Chan and Kwon Chang Hoon, and uh, no likely candidates there either. Yeah, I think uh, Huang Hee Chan, if he's fit, I know he's had some um, fitness concerns for Wolves, but um, I would expect him to, to start. Me too. Uh, again, not necessarily on the right side, but uh, they'll find room for him. Uh, Guan Chang-hoon, I, I think, may get a couple of starts uh, in the cup, uh, to be honest, but I'm not bold enough to highlight his name in green here. And uh, we look at uh, forward line, beginning with attacking midfielders. Uh, we have EJ Sung as a definite. And um, we have secondary striker uh, Jung Woo Young, the other Jung Woo Young, uh, among the possible names. Um, E.J. Sung, do you have an opinion there? Yeah, um, I mean, I think we've identified five midfielders, but he could certainly um, see some action, um, either as a starter or a sub. Um, but, um, yeah, possibly in uh, in competition with, um, I forget the name, was it Beck, who we... Uh, oh, yeah, Beck, uh, uh, the central midfielder. Yeah. Yeah, Beck Sung-ho. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, Beck Sung-ho could, uh, uh, could uh, 
um, be in competition with this position. And yet they do seem to find uh, room for him on the field. So, uh, yeah, maybe we should put, <laughs> I don't know. Um, as you say, I think he'll start some games. Maybe I should put him in, in uh, yellow, but I'm going to leave him in green, damn it. Uh, how about forwards? We have definite candidates Huang Yijou and likely candidate Zhou Gyu Sung. And I'll mention the possibles here. Joe Young-Uk and Kim Gun-Hui because they'll probably at least come on as substitutes. Forwards are substituted a bit more. Uh, do you have any thoughts I there? think Joe Gyu Sung is pushing for a position. Um, you know, he's had some good involvement in, in recent games. But I, I think they'll defer to Huang He Huang Yijou, who just has a bit more... Um, experience um i think they'll go with him up front yeah i think so too i think uh, you know they may experiment with formations and and uh joel gusung will uh maybe get in there for a couple of starts but uh hang video uh, seems to be the the number one guy all right well those are our predictions we'll have to see just how wrong we are uh when we get to the cup but we may get a sniff of uh, the errors of our ways when we do the uh, uh, update podcast. So um, that brings us to the end of this podcast or this uh, media cast, we're calling it. Yeah, so keep in mind, we will be doing an update as new information comes out and that will probably be available in early November when teams are publishing their squad lists. Right, so keep an eye on us at Soccer Files Canada. That is Soccer Files with the PH in the middle and an S at the end. And our website, soccerfiles.captivate.fm. Uh, we're also on YouTube. And uh, check the show notes, which are improving, for links to our website and uh, previous podcast series. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me, Connor. My pleasure. We'll see you next time. You bet. Bye-bye. <laughs>